98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories, dancing in bars is banned and party rooms are closed as officials plan more measures to battle an upsurge in COVID-19 cases. The police say they'll appeal against a court ruling that riot officers must display their identity numbers and the death toll from Sunday's fire in Jordan rises to eight as checks are launched on thousands of old buildings. The government is stepping up social distancing measures after an upsurge in COVID-19 cases. As Wendy Wong reports, more restrictions are likely as officials try to prevent a fourth wave of infections. The government moved overnight to order the closure of party rooms and to restore a ban on dancing and music in bars. The order, which runs until Thursday initially, comes amid a growing cluster of cases linked to three dance clubs. Officials met last night to discuss further measures. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, said that could include a one-off allowance to encourage people to undergo tests. The health secretary, Sophia Chan, said mandatory tests will soon begin for patients with mild symptoms, taxi drivers and care home workers. She said the public and private sectors now had the capacity to carry out more than 100,000 tests a day. Professor Chan said that with many people expected to return to the SAR for Christmas, the administration is now considering whether to tighten the rules on flights. The police chief says the force is launching an appeal after a court ruled that its officers had failed to adequately identify themselves when on duty. Jimmy Choi has more. High Court Judge Anderson Chow ruled on Thursday that the failure by riot officers to show their identity numbers violated the Bill of Rights because it prevented victims or witnesses of any abusive behaviour by police from identifying those responsible. Now, Commissioner Chris Tang says the force had studied the judgment and decided to appeal. He disputed the judge's finding that the operational call sign, which officers do display, was not unique to the individual and was therefore inadequate for investigative purposes. Mr Tang said asking members of the force to wear call signs instead of ID numbers was reasonable, as more than 3,000 officers and relatives were subject to the unlawful release of personal information known as doxing during last year's unrest. He says the force is working with the Security Bureau and the Independent Police Complaints Council on an appeal against the high cost ruling that the police complaints mechanism is not independent enough. The Director of Fire Services, Joseph Leung, says his department and the Buildings Department will carry out checks at some 2,500 old buildings by the end of this year. He was speaking after it was announced that an 18-year-old woman injured in Sunday's fire at a tenement in Jordan had become the eighth person to die. Mr Leung said they were still investigating exactly how the fire started. Many people said, or many witnesses said, the fire was started at the entrance of the premises and it's caused by uh, candlelight. And so far, we, we are still investigating into the cause of fire, and we will uh, confirm whether it is the fact that the fire was caused by candlelight. And, and we will, we, we will uh, complete the report as soon as possible. An online radio host and his wife have been arrested on suspicion of money laundering and funding secessionism, according to a post in his Facebook page. The post, written by an administrator of the page, says the presenter, known as Giggs, will have to suspend his programmes until further notice. The post says the accusations are linked to a campaign to financially support young protesters who are studying in Taiwan. The police commissioner, Chris Tang, said the case was under investigation and he couldn't comment further. 
Overseas, Donald Trump has suffered a further blow to his efforts to overturn the result of the US presidential election. A delegation of Republicans from Michigan, after meeting the president, confirmed that the state would certify its result on Monday. The delegates, delegates said that they had seen no information that would overturn Joe Biden's victory in the state and that the process should be free from threats and intimidation. A Republican strategist, Seth Weathers, says time is running out for Mr. Trump. We do have a system of checks and balances. We do have the system to allow for cases like this to be seen and heard in court. And so I do think that those avenues, if, if they believe they have a claim to make, go for it, go through the legal system, and it's going to have to be made soon. I do think within the next two weeks we better see a lot of facts put into a court. And if not, then it's time to move on. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The eldest son of President Trump has tested positive for coronavirus. In a statement, a spokesman said Donald Trump Jr., who is 42, had been diagnosed at the start of the week and had been in isolation since receiving his test result. The statement added that Donald Trump Jr. had been completely asymptomatic so far. He's the fourth member of the family to test positive for COVID-19. The American drugs manufacturer Pfizer and its partner BioNTech say they're filing for emergency authorization in the U.S. of their COVID-19 vaccine. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has said it aims to approve the vaccine in the first half of next month. Earlier, Donald Trump had repeated his accusation that drug companies deliberately waited until after the election before announcing their vaccine results. So they waited and waited and waited and they thought they'd come out with it a few days after the election. Uh, and it would have probably had an impact. Who knows? Maybe it wouldn't have. I'm sure they would have found the ballot someplace, the Democrats and the group. These corrupt games will not deter us from doing what is right for the American people. And I will always put American patients first. The International Maritime Organization has agreed a number of restrictions on ships which use and transport heavy fuel oil in the Arctic in a bid to protect the region's ecology. But environmentalists say the decision represents a massive missed opportunity. BBC's Kat Weiner reports. Heavy fuel oil, or HFO, is widely used to power commercial ships but produces harmful emissions including sulphur oxide, nitrogen oxides and black carbon. Campaigners had been demanding significant action from the global shipping regulator to safeguard indigenous communities and wildlife from its effects. The new regulations set out to reduce the number of HFO-fueled ships and transporters using the Northern Sea Route, but exemptions for vessels that originate from Arctic coastal states, including Russia, Canada and the United States, mean the real reduction in HFO use will be minimal, with nearly three-quarters of ships able to carry on as before. To sport now and in football, Pep Guardiola says his decision to sign a new contract with Manchester City isn't connected to any potential move for Lionel Messi. City were linked with the player after he put in a transfer request at Barcelona in the off-season. The Argentina forward ultimately chose to stay with Barcelona, but his contract expires at the end of the campaign. Guardiola says there is only one club for Messi, and it isn't City. Messi, Leo Messi is a player from Barcelona. And if you ask me my opinion... As a person like uh, I have an, a huge gratitude what Barcelona has done to me as a in the academy as a football player and after the match like gave me absolutely everything. What I want is finish his career there. That is what I want. 
Manchester City head to second-placed Tottenham Hotspur for a Premier League game overnight and with the leaders Leicester City not in action until tomorrow. Spurs will go top with a victory. So is their manager, Jose Mourinho, feeling excited? No. Will the result of the game will not change will not change any anything. Uh, the only thing that will change, of course, is three points more or three points less and being uh, first, second or third in the table or being fourth, fifth or sixth. But in terms of our journey, in terms of uh, our ambition, our project, our process in, in place is not going to is not going to change. Two other teams have a chance to claim the top spot before that game kicks off. Chelsea can hit the summit if they beat Newcastle in the early game at St James's Park, while Aston Villa have also a chance if they beat Brighton. In Rugby Union, Argentina will be looking to build on last weekend's historic first victory over New Zealand when they play Australia in the Tri-Nations this afternoon. More details from the BBC's Chris Jones. Reaching that emotional, physical peak two weekends in a row is extremely difficult. But the noise is coming out of the Argentina camp straight after that all-black victory. Of course, they were incredibly proud. Um, and they know they'd achieved one of the great moments in Argentinian rugby history. But they were also saying, let's not make this a flash in the pan. Let's go back and beat Australia next weekend. So I think there is a steely determination in this Argentinian camp to make sure this is not just a one-off. And they can back it up. But yeah, reaching those heights, reaching that level of performance is going to be difficult for any team. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Dancing in bars is banned and party rooms are closed as officials plan more measures to battle an upsurge in COVID-19 cases. The police say they'll appeal against a court ruling that riot officers must display their identity numbers. And the death toll from Sunday's fire in Jordan rises to eight as checks are launched on thousands of old buildings. That's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3. And moving right along. We got a request here for David. The New Seekers, I'd like to teach the world to sing.
The chief executive will deliver her policy address on November 25th. The public can watch the live broadcast of the speech and the press conference at policyaddress.gov.hk. The full policy address text, highlights, leaflet, and related information will be uploaded to the website after the chief executive has finished her speech. To reduce social contact, the public are encouraged to access the information online. Radio 3. And we got a request for Rod. Here's White Rabbit. Just 